The industry has a deep relationship with a variety of lead aggregators, most of whom are owned by private equity. But it's fascinating. I mean, there's some really interesting things. The lead aggregators, they're out there, and the more price transparency there is in the industry, the more you're likely to see additional lead aggregators. Welcome to season six of Bridge the Gap, a podcast dedicated to informing, educating, and influencing the future of housing and services for seniors. Powered by sponsors AccuShield, Inquire, Connected Living, Hamilton Captel, Refera, Service Master, Patriot Angels, The Bridge Group Construction, and Salinity. The contributors are brought to you by Peak Senior Living and produced by Salinity Marketing. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Podcast, the senior living podcast with Josh and Lucas, a great friend and a great guest on today that everyone knows. Welcome the CEO of Asha, Dave Slash. Welcome to the program. Pleasure to be here as always. Good to see you both. I thank you as always for the uh, opportunity to visit with you both. It's great to have you back on. And you know, for our listeners that have listened for a couple of years now, they know when we have Dave on, we're going to be talking about the annual meeting with Asha. And this one in particular is going to be the mid-year meeting, which I really, really enjoy. And it's going to be this year at the Grand Summit Hotel in Park City, Utah. I couldn't think of a better place to be in June than Park City, Utah. It's such a great location. And you've actually had it here before, I want to say maybe back in 2018 or 2019. I remember being there and having a lot of fun. What drove you going back to this location? We started doing these mid-year meetings several years ago. And the idea for us really was we wanted to do a meeting that was a little bit smaller than the annual meeting. We really like to find venues that have great meeting space, but also allow us to play golf and we're big on hikes and, you know, in some places we can, you know, we'll rent a bunch of bikes and we'll do bike rides. So Park City works really well for us. It's also an easy flight to get, you know, Salt Lake City is a, a relatively easy place to get to with direct flights from many parts of the U.S. So it checks a lot of boxes for us. So, you know, it works well. We'll see. Hopefully there won't be snow on the ground in June, but I think you've had a lot of snow this winter, but it's a good place for a summer meeting for us. Absolutely. Well, and I know that for a very long time, you also have a spouse program. What a great opportunity for leaders and decision makers and influencers in the industry to also bring their spouses. I mean, Utah, the surrounding area offers so many different adventures for people that want to kind of scratch that itch. There's national parks and you can kind of make an extended week out of it if you'd like to. A great time to do that in June. You mentioned some of the activities. You have a golf outing. You also have a group hike. I've done those before. And it's, I think that's one of the things that I enjoy about the mid-year meeting. In addition to your, your, the one that you start off the year in, typically in January, there's a group event or a group experience where you're not necessarily talking about the issues of the day. You're getting to enjoy the outdoors via golf or a hike and get to share that experience with people that you work with or your colleagues in the industry. And I feel like that that really does help drive relationships and be beneficial for things to follow up on in the future. Is that the reason why that's been successful? We never wanted to be a big organization. I mean, that was never part of the mindset of what, you know, what's the organization going to be? I mean, I think if you go back to when Oshawa started in the early 90s, I mean, I think the bigger thing for us was I think people wanted to 
make connections with other professionals in the industry, share ideas, share best practices. And there was a camaraderie that kind of developed early on. And I think, you know, we've tried to keep that in the DNA. And these activities, they really allow you, as you, you know, you described it perfectly, Lucas. I mean, it just, it gives people a chance to make connections. I've gone on a number of the hikes and, and done the different activities. And it's amazing how much you can network when you're hiking, even though you might be gasping for air if you're in a you know higher altitude than, than you're used to. But those interactions are really important and they're a really important part of, of our meetings. I think people like the ASHA meetings because they're maybe a little bit less intense. We're always happy if somebody brings a spouse or a significant other with them to the meeting. We encourage that. That's right when they do that. It's a really important part of the ASHA culture. And it really goes back to the earliest days of ASHA when we had 15 people in the organization. Well, Dave, I've been part of the organization now for a few years. You guys do put together not only a great, well-organized event in great venues, but I think that's the baseline of what you guys do well. To me, it's always been special to be part of these events because I feel like you do a really good job of bringing a huge number of very committed thought leaders to the industry together with partners to the industry. So it seems like everyone there is always very vested and invested in the industry. One of the things that I always appreciate is it's always relevant, not only to what's happening in our industry currently and the issues that we're all facing so that our membership and our partners to the membership can work on solutions together, but you do a great job at also bringing issues to the table that we should be thinking about or that we will be dealing with in the coming months and years. And I think that really revolves around the agenda that you guys put together and it's packed with current topics and topics that we should be discussing. Could you outline and maybe give a teaser for those that are planning to come or maybe those that are on the bubble of should I join, should I partner? What are some of the hot button issues that the speakers, the panels and guests will be talking about at this event? We always try and make the meetings as relevant and timely as possible. I appreciate your observations, Josh, and that's that's always the goal. Sometimes you have something that looks on, looks great on paper and it doesn't translate as well as you had hoped. But this particular meeting for us, I think we hit a bunch of really important topics. We start with a keynote speaker. This year, we've got a he's a, a professor at Stanford. His name is Jeffrey Cohn. He's a researcher who's really probably one of the leading authorities on the topic of belonging, which is a really interesting topic. And when I saw the opportunity to reach out and see if he would be interested in speaking to our group, I mean, he's that topic of belonging is really interesting because it hits two ways for our industry. One, obviously, is the workforce side of this. And we talked about it. And it's probably the, the single biggest issue that I think most of our operators are dealing with. So you've got that piece of this. But then also, we've done a lot of research. And when you know when you look at the most successful senior housing communities, and this is true for independent living, it's true for assisted living, 
you always say, okay, what is it about this community? And and what is it about the community is that people are connected and they feels like home. And so that sense of belonging, it's crucial both as an employer, that's the secret sauce. I mean, you you figure out how to make people feel at home in these communities, and I guarantee you, you're going to have a successful community. We have a series of sessions that really cover a lot of ground. Our first session the next morning is one that is calling it Boomers and the Future of Senior Living. And we have a big study that is not completed, but it will be out probably around the, the time of this meeting or maybe shortly thereafter. And it's a survey of several thousand Older adults, 55 plus, about 80% of the participants in the sample fit into the the boomer category. So it's a really timely and a really important topic to, you know, to really start thinking about what are the implications for the industry. And that covers just so much ground. It's an area that will affect you whether you're focused on the active adult or whether you're more focused on the the higher acuity side of, of the business. It's really interesting. We also have a panel discussion that I I think will kind of break new ground, certainly for us. And I don't don't believe anyone's ever gotten into this, but the title of the session is Understanding Price Transparency and the Role of Lead Aggregators in, in Seniors Housing. This is one of those things that I've been paying a lot more attention to, completely rebuilding our Where You Live Matters website, which is a, a site that we developed for older adults and their families. The industry has a very deep relationship with a variety of lead aggregators, most of whom are owned by private equity. It's interesting. And sometimes the lead aggregators, are they do a nice job and they're good for the consumers. And um, some sometimes that's not the case. But it's fascinating. I mean, there's some really interesting things. The, the lead aggregators, they're out there. And the more price transparency there is in the industry, the more likely to see additional lead aggregators. So we'll be able to spend some time talking about the issue. We'll spend some time talking about the hotel industry, which is really very relevant. My guess is a lot of folks haven't really paid attention to this, but I don't have the actual dollar figure. There's an imp- a revenue impact to the industry probably in the tens of millions of dollars from outside lead lead aggregators. Is the industry looks at revenue, it's worth really paying attention to this topic. So I think I think people will find this a really eye-opening discussion. Then we have our capital markets panel, which again, in terms of timely topics, I'm not sure there's anything more timely than a, a real good, robust discussion about capital markets. Capital markets have become a very challenging element of things, particularly on the on the debt side, as we know. So I think this will be a, a really good time to get into it. Some folks that really have been involved in you know various aspects of the capital markets. We'll then jump into a discussion with uh, Fred Bentley with ATI Advisory. And you know, we've been doing a lot of work with ATI over the past Several years, you know, again, really trying to help our members better understand the opportunities of partnering with Medicare Advantage plans or ACOs. So this will be, you know, kind of a continuation of an ongoing theme for us that we, again, you know, we we think it's really important for 
our members to better understand these relationships, contracts, how are they being structured? What should you know about? How much risk do you want to take? All of those things. It's one of those that is just really relevant to owners and operators in the business today. And then we really just added another session, lots of content. Uh, We'll make sure we have plenty of coffee in the afternoon too. Wow. Well, it is a power-packed mid-year event with great keynotes, thought leaders, members coming together from the industry with partners. An added session, Dave, for that one, I'm going to need more than coffee. I need Red Bull. I'm just going to go ahead and make that request right now. You get me talking about insurance in the afternoon, and it's a very needed topic. But what an awesome, awesome opportunity for members. And I'll tell you, you know, again, these meetings, the annual, the mid-year, and the other ones that you have throughout the year for the members, such incredible value to have person-to-person engagement. But I'll tell you, for those that are not members or partners, you guys work around the calendar putting out valuable information and resources of things that are happening happening in Washington, happening in states. Also, just valuable information on where the industry is, where it's going, and the data I can't tell you these email blasts that you guys put out in conjunction with your partners. I regularly pass along to clients the information that's been shared to my team and it's great educational resources. So we appreciate the partnership with Asha and all that you guys do to bring value to your membership and to the partners. Well, thank you. It's kind of you to say that. We try and stay focused and we're really kind of focused in four areas, which is less than, you know, some some groups are serving a wider range of things, but we really try and stay focused. And, you know, those are things that are really core. The, The meetings are really important, the advocacy, the research, and that consumer piece that Where You Live Matters, which wasn't something that we did 20 years ago, but it's relatively new, but it's really is one of those things that's important. I thank you for your very kind words. And again, kudos to you and Bridge the Gap. I mean, I think you guys do such a tremendous, interesting array of professionals that, you know, touch the industry. And I thank you both for the work that you do, because I think you have really helped enlighten a lot of the industry and keep at it. It's important and it's appreciated. So thank you. And always good to visit with both of you. Well, thank you, Dave. Mine and Lucas, Sarah's bags and our team, we are packing. We've got our tickets. We are ready to see you soon at the mid-year meeting. It's always a wonderful time. We're going to see a lot of our listeners there and a lot of our listeners need to be there. So if you're interested in meeting with us in person with Dave and all the thought leaders in the industry, make sure you connect with us. Lucas, I know we're going to give everybody that opportunity. June 19th through 20th in Grand Summit Hotel, Park City, Utah, mid-year meeting. Dave Celeste, thank you so much for your time today, and we look forward to seeing you this summer. Pleasure, always. Thank you. We'll see see you in June. And thanks to all of our listeners for listening to another great episode of Bridge the Gap. Thanks for listening to Bridge the Gap podcast with Josh and Lucas. Connect with the BTG Network team and use your voice to influence the industry by connecting with us at btgvoice.com.